seems like there can be so many required. <laughs> Go back again. I'm gonna read it. <laughs> hey everyone, welcome to Frigalicious. I'm Justin, an outdoorsy teacher who loves finding new ways to upcycle old treasures. And here is my sister, Beth. Hi everyone, I'm Beth. I am a casual blogger and English teacher who also is a budget enthusiast and I'm very happy to be doing this show with my sister here. In this podcast, we will share with you some frugal and fabulous tips, tricks, and life for living life on a budget. Don't chase the money, no, let the money chase you. That's right, cause you're the boss now, tell the daughters what to do. It's frugal, it's just... Yeah, it's a movement. We'll find the discounts. Ha. Yeah, we can do this. Yeah, we can do this. So before we jump into our show today, I just want to mention that um, currently Jessica and I are here together recording, but in the future we might not always be because uh, we actually don't live in the same place. So I'm currently teaching English right now in Guatemala, and I live in Northern California. So we aren't together very often, actually, which uh, we're working on. This year, actually, we've seen each other a lot more, which has been really good. So we're trying to, when we're together, to record a couple episodes so that we get a chance to um, share all of our knowledge when we're in the same studio. But in the future, you might hear some different sound clips from different locations doing from afar so just wanted to mention that but we're really happy to be together we're super happy yeah it's thanksgiving and we're really excited to uh be in the same place and it's actually very fitting that today is thanksgiving yeah today's episode is all about food and we know thanksgiving is about being thankful but yeah it's also about food yeah so if you hear some cooking noises in the background um we're at our other sister's house today they're making mashed potatoes to bring to the family dinner. So another holiday that you end up doing a lot for food is Christmas, obviously. Yeah. It seems like there's always a party that you're bringing food to. There's all the food traditions. And so it can much really, food. Yeah, and it can cut into your budget and you can start to feel overwhelmed and stressed. So we want to talk about budget-friendly holiday yeah. fooding. So what can be really overwhelming is there's lots of food that you're probably receiving from other people, but then there's a lot of expectations for potlucks, parties, family gatherings, maybe even have family staying with you. And you're like, how do I feed all these people? So we have some ideas here for you. And the first one is what we call refooding. Refooding, that's our so term. <laughs> it sounds kind of gross. We don't want you to give people used food. But what we are suggesting is that, for example, let's say, like as a teacher, I don't know if this happened to you, Jess, but I would get a ton of food at Christmas. Yeah, and baked like, goods. Yeah, cookies, really candy, yeah, chocolate, all kinds of things. You so can't possibly eat it all. You can't. We have done this before, is that, like, for example, you get a box of chocolate, and you could eat the box of chocolates on your own, but let's say you're going to a party, someone invited you over for, like, a Christmas movie, you could bring those chocolates with you instead of buying something new and share them. Obviously, don't open it up and eat them first, bring a new thing. <laughs> Or like, you know, if someone makes you homemade cookies or bread or something that you could share with other people, again, don't open it up and eat it first, bring it whole. That would be a great idea to keep your food budget down. Our second tip encompasses a lot of littler tips, and it's basically planning and thinking ahead. If you prep and plan ahead, it can really make your budget work a lot better for you. Which sounds really easy because you think like, of course I'm going to think ahead, but in the holidays... Things get crazy, things like pop up really quickly and all of a sudden you're just like going out and buying convenience foods because you're like, I didn't think ahead. But the more things you've pre-decided, the easier it makes it in the moment. Definitely. So 
one thing we get again from mom. Yep. Mom, thanks, mom. Mom for the win. Every time all of us would come home for Christmas or Thanksgiving or anytime we'd all be there, she'd make a big old batch of granola, which is fantastic to just have because then people are getting up at their own time. It's just there. You can eat it. I personally like it for snacks later in the day as well. Yeah. So just having that big batch of granola, she doesn't have to think every morning about something. For all of us, it's done. It's there. Right. And we'll put a link in the show notes, but we have my mom's granola recipe that she got from one of her coworkers in the 70s, and it's still a fantastic granola recipe. Makes a ton of granola, and it's really easy to make. Really easy and very flexible, so you can yeah. add in. Yeah, you could add pumpkin seeds. Whatever you like. Take yeah. things out. You can make it gluten-free. You can make it dairy-free. It's a great recipe. So we'll put the link to that in the show notes. Yeah. I alter the amount of sugar because I don't like mine as sweet. Oh, yeah. So there's just a lot of ways that you can make it your own. It's a very forgiving yeah. recipe. We add more oats so that it like it stretches and it goes a bit further. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some other things that we like in doing food prep is crock pot. We are going to dedicate a future episode entirely to crock pot <laughs> because I am a crock pot enthusiast also. Yes. A great way to use a crock pot is if you have people coming over for a gathering and you're like, ah, I'm working all day or there's a lot going on. You can just stick something in the crock pot and then when people come home or you have people over for dinner or you're going to a party or something, you can have the thing ready to go. Some really classic crockpot things if you're going to like a gathering, meatballs. Meatballs in the crockpot oh, yeah. make a great savory appetizer. People love, yeah. People love it. You can stick that in all day and then it's ready to go. You can also do a whole meal like a roast. You could do like chicken and vegetables. You could do a big soup. Big soup in the crockpot, yeah. get some bread. That's like a whole meal right there. A so, pot of chili. Yeah, pot of chili. All those kinds of things are really great for using crockpot. And again, it's something you don't really have to think about. You can even prep it the night before, mm-hmm. stick in the crockpot on your way out to work that day. And it's a really great way to save time, plan ahead. And then you're not like, oh, should I order pizza? Should I order takeout? You already have a great option in the crockpot. Another fun way I like to use a crock pot is for apple cider. I mean, I love doing it on the stove, but if you're going to bring it to a party, which is one of my go-to yeah, party bringing things, yeah. throw in some apple juice, throw in some cinnamon, some cloves, some any of those good. And that's so Christmassy, like Spices. apple cider. Yeah, and then it's just in the crock pot, and people love drinking it. It makes everything smell good. Yeah. That's my go-to when I'm going to go to a Christmas party. Very often I'll bring apple cider because I just can have all my ingredients on hand. Yeah. And then, boom, make it up. That's a ready one. I love that. Another tip that we have for you is turning cooking time into family time. So, again, something that mom taught us. But when we were younger, we would always use that time. Like, you always want to bake Christmas cookies. That's a big thing that a lot of people do. So, whether you make cookies from scratch or you buy some cookie dough at the store, you can have that be family time. So, we would always make sugar cookies together. Mm-hmm. We would decorate them. And then it was a fun thing that we got to spend time together doing. So, it was a family tradition as well as a cookie thing. And you had cookies that you could share with people. So, yeah. It fulfilled so many purposes. It gave right. us family time. It was fun. It was a tradition that we right. always look forward to. Yes. This is actually a tradition I carried on with my students in the oh, classroom. Fun. Yeah, we would make Christmas cookies together and decorate it. And I still will have students come back and, oh, yeah. and ask me, do you remember when we made Christmas cookies? Of course. Yes, I Because do. a lot of people buy cookies, which, like, right. no shame on the people who buy cookies. I've been there myself. But definitely, if you can make them. Or with friends, like you can invite friends over and have yes. like a cookie decorating party. That would be so fun. Gingerbread houses. Oh, good one. Yeah, so if you can make that quality social time too, you burn one stone. Yeah, that's right. The other suggestion that we have is making meals together. 
something that we do every Christmas. Our family, we rent a cabin in the mountains. We go up for a couple of days and we just play games, hang out. We eat a lot, go ice skating, do all those kinds of fun things. And we made chilirrellenos together. And that was a really fun thing to do because it was like a special thing that we didn't make very often. But because we were all sitting kind of together, it ended up being family time and not just like, oh, we need to make another meal. Yeah, it turns it from a chore into something fun. Yeah. And so then you don't feel like any time is being wasted or you don't feel like you're missing out on something else. That's a good point. getting this quality time in with people. Yeah, that's a good point because I feel like in the holidays, like, often people will spend money on things or they'll do things because they're like, wow, I just don't have the time to do it. But if you're like, hey, the holidays are actually all about spending time with family or friends, people that you care about, then you can incorporate that and have it be something that like, oh, we need to make a meal. Let's make a meal together. But then the opposite of that (laughs) also can be true. And this is kind of another tip. Uh Don't worry about things being so time intensive or so fancy. It doesn't have to be. Like, for example, the apple cider. So easy. So easy, so simple. And people still like it. Or the crockpot batch of hot chocolate or, you know, there's... There's definitely fan favorites. Yeah. You can go buy the store-bought Christmas cookies. Oh, yeah. Too, if you want. Like, yeah. Nothing has to be so fancy. So fancy. Well, not the thing about the holidays, too, is a lot of people, they want everything to look perfect. I went to a holiday gathering recently, and there were these cookies there that were so beautiful. They were gorgeous. They were decorated so lovely, but I just thought about how many hours were put into it. And for some people... But for her, I think that was worth the time. Totally. And for me, to spend a lot of hours baking cookies actually would be more stressful than if I just whipped up a batch of chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. Taste good also, but they don't look perfect. But then I get to spend more time with people and there's less stress on it looking perfect. So for me, I'm definitely all about the making like the not fancy but taste yeah. good food. And I think it's something you just kind of can ask yourself. If you're noticing you're starting to feel super stressed Ooh, good and one. just doing it because you think it's an expectation on you or right. You don't really want to do it, but you're forcing yourself to do it. That might be an indicator that this is something where you can go a little less. Yeah. Do do a little less because the priority is people and family. Yeah. So refooding was our first tip and prepping, thinking ahead. And I think along with prepping and thinking ahead, Jess, is incorporating it into your budget. Because a lot of times, and this is something that uh, Dave Ramsey says, is that a lot of people, they're like, oh my gosh, Christmas came and then I had to spend so much money. And he's like, guys, Christmas is an emergency. It happens on (laughs) December 25th every year. You always know it's coming. You always know it's coming. So I actually know a couple that they love Christmas. They love Christmas gifts. They love Mm -hmm. like Christmas gatherings. Every month, they just save $100 for Christmas. It's a big family of six. Mm -hmm. And so every month, they just set that money aside. So then when December comes around, they're like, we've saved $1,200. So then it's for the gifts and for the food and for all those things. They just have the money set aside for it. And so I think like what we've done in the past is we're like, okay, we are going to be eating out maybe more parties and those kinds of things with people. But then also you're bringing more food. So we just up our food budget, have a little bit more money set aside. Again, you can do these things at home and, you know, make things in the crock pot, do all those kinds of things. But sometimes there's going to be the thing where you're like, I got to go zip to the store and pick up some cookies because it's a last minute party or last minute thing. Just make sure you budget a little bit more for that because there's food things that come up. And I mean, you'll end up having a lot of leftovers from big meals too. If you host like a Christmas dinner or something, then using those leftovers is also a great way to stretch your food budget. It's true. I love leftovers. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Jess, do you want to share our do it or don't tip this week? Yes. Do you want to do this? Do yeah. it. This is not your jam. Don't do no it. No pressure. So this is going to save you money and save you time. 
something I like to do, and that's to pick my go-to party food for the season. Very often, it's apple cider. The reason I love doing this is because I just can keep stocked up on whatever items I need to make that. Yeah. And then when I get invited to a party, there's not the rush to go out to the store. Yeah, There's not point. any of that. And also, I know what ingredients I need for my certain go-to You've made it items. before. I've made it before. And so sometimes when I'm at the store, if I see a good price on it, I'll buy extra, Ooh. knowing that I will use it. So then I can pay a little bit less for it in that moment. And apple juice doesn't really go bad, so. No, because I keep it in the freezer. Yeah, that's good. So that's my go-to food. But yeah, pick a go-to party food. That's going to take a lot of time off of you. That's going to take a lot of stress off of you because you've already made the decision. And... If you can find a food that is budget-friendly, but still really tasty and festive, then it's going to help all parts of your life. That's great. So my go-to party food that I've done, and also gift food, I've gifted food to people Mm -hmm. before too, is I have this amazing pumpkin bread recipe that I got from allrecipes.com. Shout out. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll put a link to it in the show notes, but basically it's a super moist, delicious, spicy pumpkin bread. And what I like to do is I actually like to buy a whole pumpkin and cook it and then just keep the pumpkin puree in my freezer. So you can buy the canned pumpkin as well, a lot easier than cooking your own pumpkin. But I wrote a blog about this actually on classyfrugality.com, so I'll put a link in the show notes. But you can cook your own pumpkin so it saves money. And you can put it in the freezer and then when it's time to make pumpkin bread, this recipe makes three loaves. So what you can do is you can bake all three loaves at once. And then you can save some in the freezer. You could give one as a gift. You could bring one to a party. If you have, like, people coming over, you could just, you know, cut up a loaf and put it out on the table, have it be, like, a fun snack. It's a great, great recipe. And, again, people really love homemade things, especially around the holidays. And so that's a great way to be like, I made this pumpkin bread, and it actually wasn't that hard, but delicious and seasonal, which is really great, too. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll be back with more frugally fabulous ideas in the future. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at frugaliciouspod at gmail.com. We're also on Instagram and Facebook at frugaliciouspod. Thanks for listening. Be frugal, be fabulous, and have a great week. Bye. Bye. Don't buy into the FOMO, we spend money like slow-mo. But we ain't broke, no, because every penny makes sense. Can I get an amen? Amen. Get out of debt. It's where the money's at. And where the money's at. (laughs) We do the budget dance. Thanks so much for joining us for this episode of Fruit Delicious. Our music is by Atoria. Special thanks to Mom for all the sugar cookie memories. Thanks, Mom. Please subscribe to the podcast if you want to stay up to date on new episodes. And we would love it if you would rate and review it. Let us know what you think. We'd love to hear your ideas on what we could do for future episodes. And this rating and review will help other people find our podcast. Let's make the world a more frugalicious place. Yeah. yeah. Woo. <laughs> oh, it's hot Toasty. in the studio. <laughs> Woo. Okay. Good.